Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I want it. <laughs> there you go. What a great way to start the last ever Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio. Uh, When you come back here on Monday, it will be Freddie and Harry. Am I right about that? Isn't that who it will be on on, on Monday? Yeah, Freddie and Harry show. Yes, so that's that's very exciting. So we will, Matt Jones and Myron Metcalf, do the final of the Canty and Carlins. I will try not to rap too often, although I can't promise I won't do it at all. Uh, Myron Metcalf is with me. Great day. Football started last night. Myron, are you excited? I'm excited. I'm not convinced it started last night. I watched Nebraska-Minnesota, which didn't really get going until like down the stretch in the fourth quarter. Uh, and Florida and Utah played. I don't think Florida actually got off the bus. I think they were mostly on the bus during the whole game. So I think tomorrow is when it really, really kicks off. Yeah, it was. Uh, but there were so many great things about it. I love watching Florida stink because Florida should be punished for at least a decade for the fact that that Netflix documentary was about the four years where Florida had the biggest group of like malcontents and they didn't even mention it and they acted like Urban Meyer was a hero they should be punished for that for the next decade and hopefully it started last night with a terrible football team yeah I think the best tweet I saw was that in the Netflix doc uh Florida won that game last night (laughs) essentially right like 35 to 30 yeah yeah but it's crazy you do a you do a four-part documentary on four years of Florida football where they had like 90 yeah. arrests and you only mentioned Aaron Hernandez once in passing. Like, that's yeah. crazy, isn't it, Myron? It, it is, but it's also this new era where like you have people who are editing documentaries about their lives. Urban Meyer, I think, was an executive producer with that documentary. You've seen that with other folks. So it's like, you know, maybe they want to include this stuff. But the people who are the subjects of these films don't want it, which is unfortunate, right? Well, I will tell you a documentary that has none of that, and that's Wrestlers on Netflix coming September yeah. 13th about Ohio Valley wrestling. Shameless uh, plug. But why, get- was, why is it always a shameless plug? Can it just be a plug? Like, I don't really know. Well, I mean, I don't. I think people are like, you know, do you, do you plug your own show? Let but me tell I you mean- something. If I had a Netflix show coming out, man, <laughs> you it plug would it? be how I would open every setback. <laughs> Like ESPN would have to call me in between segments and say, hey, you can't keep announcing your show. Like that's not allowed. That's how I would do it. All right. So so. here's how I'll do it then. Go to the YouTube, put in wrestlers. The YouTube, brother. The YouTube. (laughs) Is that a YouTube? Is that that something else? It's on the same internet as the TikTok. (laughs) You go to the YouTube and you put in wrestlers, Netflix, and you will see the trailer that comes out September 13th and it has me in it. They're casting me as the bad guy. As anyone yeah. who's listened to this show knows, I'm not a bad guy. I'm just misunderstood. And yeah. you will see that uh, on September 13th. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, people, the beautiful thing about being a villain is there's room to love the villain over time. That's if you're right. a hero and you fall, you can't get back. 
That's from right. That, right? Better you know to I mean? be a. It's better. What is it in Batman? They said it's better to die live, a villain or no, live it's, as it's a live, hero. Live long. Live as a. Live long enough to be a villain. Die as a. <laughs> We're not really comic book guys here. It's something you, want, about, you really want the quote? Yeah, what yeah, is, what's what the is quote? it? What's the quote? What is it? You can either die a hero or live long enough to become the villain. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, okay. And on September yeah. 13th, I will I live long enough to be the villain, <laughs> and you will be able to see it. All right, so what I will tell you, a lot of people act like college football, college sports realignment is a villain. If it is, yeah. it took its final step, maybe, this morning, when the ACC voted to invite Stanford, Cal, and SMU. They will begin playing in the ACC next year. It brings the league to 18 members, 17 of which will be play football full-time in the league. The deal, basically, Stanford and Cal decided to take less money, 30% in the first seven years, and they don't get to 100% until 10 years. SMU was like, please take me. They're taking no money for nine years. They're going to be out on the street doing lemonade sales until they get to nine years. Myron, I have understood every move made so far in realignment. SEC taking Texas and Oklahoma made perfect sense. Big 10, USC, UCLA, it's a stretch, but I get it. Big 12 had to make their moves to survive. And then Oregon and Washington was weird to me, but you got Nike, whatever. This doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, for Stanford and Cal, it's a lifeline. But if I'm the ACC, why do I want to go play against Stanford and Cal and have an SMU team that hasn't mattered since the mid-'80s? I just don't get this one. Yeah, I think people are trying to make sense of it. I think Oklahoma Oklahoma and Texas, the SEC, it felt like, you know, they wooed each other, you know. And I think USC, UCLA – that was certainly a mutual thing. You know, Oregon, Washington, the Big Ten, and then the four schools that ended up at the Big 12, that was a bit more of a scramble. It, it feels like uh, Stanford, Cal, and SMU were at the ACC's doorstep crying, singing, you know, through the window, uh, yeah. you know, a little bit like begging. Probably they some were the begging. last people left in the bar yeah, during like, last call. Yeah, like boys the men is probably standing <laughs> behind them, you know, down on bended knee or something like that. The interesting thing to me, though, if realignment is about making money, apparently these three schools didn't get that memo. I don't know if people heard what you said. They are coming in, Cal and Stanford, at a 30% share of ACC payouts, which is going to generate a whole bunch of money that's going to go to the other schools. So the other schools said, listen, we l- we'll let you in at a significant discount, and that money that we would have given you off this new TV deal, we're going to take it and spend it amongst ourselves. And then to your point, SMU is basically – the rich kid on the AAU squad with Kevin Garnett, right? And well, all these other great players. And they don't really have anything real. to add at the end of the day. They're just there. I'm not going to be mean to the people because, like, I, are we all, I think we're on in Dallas. And, and like, a lot of people went to, here's what SMU is. For people who don't know, SMU is where rich kids go to school when their parents wanted them to go somewhere good and they couldn't get in. And they ended up going to SMU. And that's exactly what they did with this. Parents basically eat the money and say, all right, go to SMU. And SMU's like, you know what? You don't even have to pay us for nine years. We'll come and play for free for nine years. I. And then the explanation I read today from from sources in the ACC, which was SMU was good because you can do connecting flights in Dallas. When I read that, I thought, okay, now that can't be real. Somebody's making that as a joke. 
it wasn't a joke. Yeah. I think one of the ACC commissioners said literally – we can fly out to North, to to Stanford and Cal and yeah. stop in Dallas along the way. Like if you just happen to have yeah. a connecting airport, then you can have a school in there. I just to me, this was an act of desperation that yeah. one day the ACC will regret. They mm. have completely turned on their heads the whole notion of of travel and all that. With USC UCLA, at least you're getting great. Uh, you're getting great universities. With yeah. Oregon and Washington, at least you're getting the money of Nike. I don't know what you're getting with this, except a headache. What I always appreciate about, appreciate about you, Matt Jones, is you say things like, "I'm not going to be mean to the people <laughs> in Dallas," and then you called SMU a school for rich kids who couldn't really get into the good schools. Okay, am I wrong? Hey, people in Dallas, eight 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 CSP. I'm listen. People in Dallas, 888-SAY-ESPN. You tell me what SMU is. You and I, every we all know what it is. Yeah. 888-SAY-ESPN. If I'm wrong, Shannon will answer the phone, and you can tell me I'm wrong, but I'm not. But go ahead, Mark. No, I mean, you might be right, but I don't know if that was not mean. You know, depending <laughs> on if you went to SMU. I, I do think it's interesting how desperate these three schools were to be in the mix. SMU, I think this is more about prestige, more about image, and they think that that will somehow help the program down the line. I don't know if that's accurate. Cal, again, this is not me just making something up, has a 100-year mortgage on Memorial Stadium, which they renovated. They are going to pay out this mortgage for 100 years. In a couple years, Matt, they got to pay $37 million a year to make that bill. And Stanford's already cut sports. So I think certainly they're like, we'll take whatever we can get to stay afloat. I think the I, biggest I challenge, though. That. No, wait, but let me ask you, I understand why these schools did it. Okay, they are. this is their last chance to stay relevant in major college football. I get it. Yes. Why do you think the ACC did it? The ACC did it. Because they're trying to avoid being the first edition of the Big 12 when Florida State, North Carolina, Virginia, and maybe Duke say, "Now nah, we're getting out of here. I don't think this is the move. If you're Florida State and North Carolina potentially down the line, Virginia, and I think North Carolina and Duke could be a package deal. Maybe it's NC State as well. If those schools are thinking about potentially leaving, Matt, I don't think this move changed their minds. No. I think it's still a very vulnerable situation for the ACC because this doesn't feel like premier conference as much as it feels like what do we have to do to get to 18 schools 888 say ESPN you can tell me if I'm wrong about SMU I don't think anybody's gonna say it because they know I'm correct SMU well okay we got somebody Kevin in Texas was I right about SMU that that's the school you go to if you're rich and you're and you can't get into a really good school no, not exactly. What is it then? But I can tell you, I can tell you why the ACC quartered SMU because they don't have the recruiting in the state of Texas. And if they can get Clemson or Florida State or North Carolina to play at Jerry World, then you're going to start getting some of these five stars out of Texas. Well, that's, I mean, you, you might be right about, I mean, but like, does that matter anymore? Like if I'm a kid, Myron, and I appreciate the call, Kevin, if I'm a kid and I'm sitting there thinking, where do I want to go to college? I could go to Texas or Texas A&M and go play against Alabama, LSU, Georgia, et cetera. Or I can go to SMU and maybe get to play against Boston College on a good day. Yeah. Is anybody going to do that? Yeah, I don't think that necessarily would be the – I think the challenge when people talk about Texas 
it's as if like this is the gold rush in California or something. Like no one's ever heard of Texas and they're going to Texas for the first time and they get there and they're like, oh my goodness, I can't believe all this five-star talent. <laughs> there all was these gold schools. In there. There's yeah. gold in them yeah. hills. Yeah. I've never heard of San Antonio. What is this? So to me, the problem is everybody's recruiting Texas. Alabama's recruiting Texas. Yes. Oklahoma's recruiting yes. Texas. The California schools. So it's not like you have to be in Texas to go after those guys. I just don't think this is the power move that the SEC made with Oklahoma, Texas. That's the king of the power moves. USC, UCLA, that's number two. You got to give the Big 12 credit for what they added. And I think they're still a major conference as a result of what they did. The ACC feels like they're saying, Florida State, North Carolina, please don't leave us. 888-SAY-ESPN. Uh, do you understand the decision? Let's uh, let's switch gears for just a second, Byron, before just making fun of SMU. Look, notice, by the way, he didn't take up for SMU as a student body. I was right about the SMU student body. And you all know. I'm sure they're nice people, but – and I wasn't criticizing them. Yeah. That was just a fact. Uh, you know, a fact. College football started. I was looking at the games this weekend. Okay? Best game is Sunday night. LSU, Florida State. That's a great game, right? I think that's a great game. But then you look at the rest of the games this weekend, and we're all excited to have games. But you can make an argument that the best game besides LSU, Florida State, is North Carolina, South Carolina. Like, you can make a real argument. You know, Penn State, West Virginia, but Penn State will win by a lot. Do you think the college football needs to do better having, like, marquee games to start the season? Yeah, I think it definitely does. I mean, we had week zero where you had Notre Dame, Navy, and there was some allure there, I I guess. Um, You had – there was another matchup. The USC played, but not against like a big-time opponent. I think there are two among the top 25 teams playing on Saturday. Only two of the lines are not double-digit lines, Matt. So, like, every ranked team is favored by double digits with the exception of North Carolina against South Carolina. The line's two-and-a-half. Favor of North Carolina, and then Tulane is a six and a half point favorite against South Alabama. Did you just call it? Wait a minute, did you just call it Tulane? It is Tulane, right? Tulane. I think it's Tulane. It's not Tulane. Like it's not two. like you're driving on a Tulane road. I it's think like, it's two, I thought that's what it is. Tulane. That's what I've called it. Is that? Am I, Shannon? What are you? What, why are you looking like that? Would you say it's Tulane two, is it or is it Tulane? I, I always thought it was Tulane. I'm with Myron here. I Tulane. Tulane. I thought it was Tulane. Like Tulane. You're putting the, the emphasis on the two, you're doing, and I think it's on the lane. You're doing like the Dolly Parton Jolene thing or something. Like to, <laughs> two it's, lane, it's, it's, two it's, lane. That's how you're doing it. It's two lane. I always thought it was. I thought All it was right. two lane. Either but, way, though, your point is that you know these games are not going to be not, close. It's not what it should be. We have the NFL gives you too much football, and then what they do such a good, great job of, Matt, is the NFL says here are our best games. Right yes, away. They do. The NBA. The NBA right away is like, here is our best stuff. I mean, if Christmas is probably the kickoff for the NBA, they give you great games. College football is like, come talk to us in week four, right? <laughs> and then we'll give you that slate of games. I don't think they should wait. No, College you, well, basketball even. We got the Champions Classic. Well, let's read the games from the first week of the NFL. All right, you get Lions, the hot team versus the Chiefs, and then yep. you get rivalries. The Packers play the Bears, right? The Legit, Bengals yeah. play the Browns. Yep. You know, the the Eagles play the Patriots. The Cowboys yep. play the Giants. The Bills play the Jets. They sort of say, let's get this season started off. Mm-hmm. And in college football, there's a lot of, why don't you go play Akron kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think even college basketball, we have the Champions Classic. Every year, you Kansas, can get Kentucky, yes. Duke, Michigan State, 
they play each other, right? And it's sort of an announcement, we're here. I think college football would be served by something like that. The challenge is you would never get these big-time programs to agree to play each other because they're so concerned about well, the playoffs. Well, LSU played Florida State. I mean, I, you know, True. I, when Florida signed that game with Utah, that was yeah. looked like it could be a big game. So I guess my hope some. is, Matt, my hope is, Matt, maybe the 12-team playoff Makes no, teams should. more open to the idea. Yeah, it right? should because a one loss doesn't doesn't exactly. crush you. Bob in Tampa, am I right about SMU? You, can you hear me? I got you. We got you, Bob. Yeah, you are you are right, but you're, there's a little bit of an addition there. It's it, South is a land of big hair, so it's in addition <laughs> to the people that may not have the brightness and they go to school there because their parents have the money. You've got people that want to go to the land of big hair and people that go there and end up not wanting to leave the land of big hair. I got it. So you have not only do you have the locals who are like, I can't get into, you know, I don't know, I can't get into Duke, so I'll go to to SMU. How about about, as a good Yeah, so now you have, you also have the people who are like, I've always wanted to have big hair, so I'll come to (laughs) SMU and have big hair. Right. Now, the one other thing I want to add, though, Matt, and I'm looking forward to you guys being back on the Sunday abuse and the, and the caller of the week. Um, but I, uh, I think you missed that one Dallas caller's point. It's Clemson and Florida State wanting to get those kids that otherwise would go to Texas. I got you. Rain. I guess what yeah. I'm saying, though, is I, I, I would think if a kid, and I appreciate the call, wanted to go to Clemson and Florida State, the fact they that they might play once every two years against SMU wouldn't change that. Does that make sense, Myron? Yeah, that's what, and that's my point. It doesn't change their perspective. And I guess I was saying it's not like Texas is a new landscape for the Clemsons and Florida States. They're trying to get those kids now. I don't think this dramatically changes anything for them. Yeah, we are on, by the way, Sunday mornings from 10 to 1. Uh, the, the summer of Matt and Myron filling in on every show is about yeah. to end. Yeah. And so now you can hear us Sunday mornings, 10 to 1. It's a wonderful time uh, for your friends and family. Now, Mike Evans, he wants a new contract from the Buccaneers by week one. That's not very far away. Should the Bucks give it to him? Trade him? What's he worth? We'll deal with all that. But first, Myron has this very special word. Thank you. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. So visit FanDuel.com slash play and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine, especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups and sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up and power your buys and tries the right way or de-stress with some cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Real quick, what's the easiest choice you can make? Window seat over middle? Beach vacation over camping? What about selling with Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. 
Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. It is Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio. Presented by Progressive Insurance, 888-SAY-ESPN. Give us a shout. Weigh in. We want to hear from you. Morton, I'm getting to you. You agree with me, and I like to talk to people that agree with me. If you don't, less so. Damian Woody is ESPN's NFL analyst, and I don't know if he agrees or not, but I'm excited to talk to him. I was going to introduce you, Damian, as ACC legend Damian Woody. You played at Boston College. They weren't in the ACC at the time. But let's say you were at Boston College now, and you find out that – you're going to end up now playing against Stanford, Cal, SMU. Is that something excited about, not excited about? As a student athlete, what do you think this change will lead to? <laughs> nothing Nothing says Atlantic Coast Conference like teams on, a, on, on the Pacific Coast. <laughs> you, know, that, you know, so listen, I, you know, we all know that, that – you know the, the realignment that's going on in college football is all—it's all about money. It's all about money, and you know we know about the two super uh, super conferences, Big Ten and SEC, and everyone else is is, is left to kind of uh, you know find find their right space to kind of stay afloat. So you know this was kind of the logical move for Stanford and Cal after they didn't—they were kind of left behind by some of the other schools in the in the, in the pack in the Pac-12. Uh, so. You know, it is what it is, man. It's all about realignment and money. That's what college football is all about. Speaking of money, Mike Evans wants some. Uh, his agent puts out the deadline that says if he doesn't have a deal by the start of the season, uh, he's going to be thinking about his future. Uh, sounds like a, a trade, at least request, could, could happen. Uh, what do you think about the situation with Mike Evans? And, you know, if you're a team out there looking for a receiver, how fast would you pick up that phone and call Tampa Bay? Oh. Uh, Oh well, listen. The the Bucks are playing are paying that Brady tax right now. You know, after you went, I go out there. You you win a Super Bowl, which is great. Now the you know now the credit card bill has come due, and uh, that's what the that's what the Bucks are going through right now. They're literally ca- they're strapped. They have no room, you know, under the salary cap right now. Um, and so I I, I like I, my gut tells me that Mike Evans is going to get traded at some point during the season because. Uh, the Bucks can, you know, they can, you know, come up. With, they can't make a get them signed to a long term deal. And I think a team, you know, could be a, some a team like the Jets could come in at the trading deadline or at some point during the season and make and make a deal for for a player like Mike Evans. All right, Damian, I'm interested to see if you agree with me on this. I think you probably don't. I have to work with Myron every Sunday, and there's never been a bigger Aaron Rodgers fan than, than Myron. <laughs> like he literally has like Aaron Rodgers bobblehead dolls. He's, He's just got great. Like, That's all. He's got he's got like you know stuffed animals. He's just a great quarterback. That's all. I I find him to be the most exhausting person in sports. But regardless, now he's playing for the Jets. So whatever you think about him is going to be magnified by fifty. But I just have this question: Are they going to win? Like they got to to justify bringing him in, they better win at least go to the AFC Championship game. So I'm going to ask you: Is that going to happen? 
I, I, listen, I, I think they're going to win. I, I think they're going to win a lot of games. Um, you know, obviously you make a trade like that. The goal is the Super Bowl, right? Like, you don't trade for Aaron Rodgers, a four-time league MVP, just to just to get by. The goal is, you know, you want to compete with the Mahomes and Joe Burrows and, and, and all these other teams to try to get, you know, to the ultimate goal. So, you know, listen, last year we saw this, this team with the Jets, you know, 7-10. and 10. They had arguably the worst quarterback situation in the league, and they they barely missed the playoffs. So now you bring in Aaron Rodgers, one of the best quarterbacks that we have in our game, uh, with a very talented young roster. This team should be competing with, with, with Damian. Is he though? Is he is he really one of the best quarterbacks in the game still? I mean, last year he wasn't close. Well, I mean, well, listen. We're not that far removed from a guy who won back-to-back MVPs. I mean, we're uh, a ways know, people, away. People, we're a ways people, away. Why, 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 why are people forgetting that? Well, like, because it's like that's like four last, years last year. ago. That's four years ago now. No, that wasn't four years ago. We're talking about in, in 2020 and 2021. But I guess what I'm saying is you're, you're right. MVP. You're right about that. I got that wrong. But he did also lose home playoff games to Jimmy G. Twice. Teams lose games, not the quarterback. So, listen, here's what I'm going to say about Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has a chance here in New York to change the legacy of his career. Listen, he's going to be, he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Fame. He's going to walk in the game. But if you win here in New York with the New York Jets, that changed. there's levels to this. That puts him in a totally different level if he's able to win and win big here with this Jets organization. That's true. He's on your side, Myron. Yeah, Damien, what you have to understand, you can't help these Aaron Rodgers haters, right? They just, they kind of are what they are. You know, they're going to say exhausting. what they have to say about him. I'm curious, we got about a minute left, Damien. Kyler Murray is sitting at home or wherever he is trying to get back from a significant injury, and it looks like the Cardinals are tanking to get Caleb Williams. You've been in this league. How would you feel if you were in his shoes right now? Oh, man, I, it, I, it, I would feel terrible. You know, because, you know, he's dealing with an injury. There's a lot of things out of his control right now. And I think if you're Kyler Murray, you just got to control the things you can control, right? Making sure that you don't come back on that field until you are on, until you are right. And so you can go out there and play the, you know, play the best ball. Because ultimately, as players, we always talk about, you know, our resume is on the tape. So you want to make sure you put your, your best foot forward on the tape. So regardless of what the Arizona Cardinals want to do, if they're tanking or whatever, trying to get Caleb Williams, there's going to be suitors for Kyler Murray because he's just too talented. Damian Woody is great. He's ESPN's NFL analyst. Will we see you at the first Boston College SMU battle in Dallas? <laughs> you know what? I might make my way on down there to get some of that barbecue down that way. All right. I love it. Good reason to go get some barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> Damian, thank you very much, sir. All right. Thank, thank you, guys. Let's go quickly to Morton in Texas. You, am, am I right about SMU or am I right? Of course he dropped. Guy named Morton. That's a has very, great steakhouse. Is that a drops. Texas name or what? Right, Morton. I trust anybody from Texas named Morton. To tell Here's me the thing about, about name being named Morton. You're either from Texas or you work in IT. 
There's no difference. There's no middle ground. You're either like, I'm Morton, I work on bulls. Or you're like, hello, I'm Morton, I'm here to fix your computer. Like, there's no you, middle why ground. You, why are you always going after, like, the, you know, the nerds, man? The nerds well, power the world, man. As, uh, as Jeff Foxworthy says as to why he can say the word redneck, I is one. And so because I is one, I'm allowed to uh, to make fun of it. We are going to talk a little more Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to argue with uh, Myron about it. And then the worst pep talk that may have ever existed occurred with the Cardinals. We'll deal with that. That's next. Here on Katie and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And Carlin, the podcast. Let's get right to it. 888 CSPN, Canty and Carlin. Kyle in Durham, North Carolina. What do you got, Kyle? What's going on, man? Listen, I had, uh, I was listening to the Michael K show yesterday, and I was thinking about the way that uh, batting. Who's Michael K, it. by the way? Is that somebody I should know? <laughs> he Hello? Did he hang up? Hello? Yeah, he's gone. He's, he's gone. gone. Oh. It was the wrong show. All right, so for people show. who don't know, here's what I like to Okay, so there's this phone number, 888-SAY-ESPN. A lot of times people listen to the Michael K show. Yeah. I guess he's like he's like the Yankees guy, right? Doesn't he? Yeah, like, big time. Yankee stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so I guess the phone number, they get confused. Yeah. And they accidentally call this show. And I like having – normally the producers just hang up on him. Yeah. I think we should just let him come on. Because they're calling Michael K probably to talk about the Yankees or the Giants, and then they hear my country voice, Myron, and they don't know what to do, and I actually think that's good. So I've told Shannon, if people's call in for the Michael K show, just put them on, let them talk to me. Now, you they got to give me more than a sentence, Myron, but he he didn't do it. Yeah, they hear you, 
and, and they're surprised, and they definitely don't expect me. So I'm sure it's just a whole experience for them in general when they call in. Yeah, there two types of people they're not used to <laughs> on the same show. Like, so if you, if you call if you call in the Michael K show, that's all right. Say they ain't say ESPN. This is Matt Myron uh, filling in from the last day of Canty and Carla. Now we yeah. talked the other day about how I really liked. Many uh, a few years back, when Hard Knocks had the the Dan Campbell speech, yeah, yeah, when he came in, he was like, "I like this Metallica song," yeah. and it said, "Exit light, enter night," and you stare into the abyss, and the abyss stares into you. And I was like, "Man, that made me want to run through a wall." Yeah, right. Set the tone. And then Robert Sala, he had, <laughs> he tried to do the same thing on Hard Knocks this year. It wasn't as good. No. He was like, "This is what he said." Quote. Did you know that the only bird in the world that will attack an eagle is a crow? <laughs> now, I already feel words. like I'm, I'm in science class. too many words. And he said it will perch on the eagle's back and peck at its neck. Yeah. So rather than fight back and tear the crow to pieces like it can, the eagle spreads its wings and soars as high as it possibly can. Again, I feel like that sounds like a Joel Osteen quote. It doesn't get me ready for football. And so when I when I heard that, I thought, this is the worst pump-up speech ever. Well, Jonathan Gannon, he's the Arizona Cardinals head coach. I'm to the point I think the Arizona Cardinals, Myron, are just picking names out of a hat. Right, yeah. like their their quarterback their quarterback's name is Clayton Toon. Their coach Good. is Jonathan Gannon. Good. Like, like who are these people? We don't know. We don't know. But he, there's a show I didn't realize it's called yeah. Cardinals Flight Plan. Don't know that show. I think it's like Hard Knocks. If you can't get Aaron Rodgers and you get Clayton Toon, you call it Cardinals Flight Plan. And From I'm CW. told. <laughs> It's on, it's on it's on UPN after the Bernie Mac show. Moesha. <laughs> it's Moesha, then, then it's 227, and then it's Cardinals flight plan. The Wayans Brothers? Mo, homeboys in outer space. That's where you watch Cardinals flight plan. <laughs> Myron, I haven't heard you laugh like that in a long time. So Jonathan Gannon gave a speech right in between Moesha and 227 in which he tried to pump up the Arizona Cardinals, and here's what he said. Oh, my goodness. Welcome back. Who drove over here? Wait, let me see your hands. Who took the bus? Did you have fire in your gut? Did you? We're here for a reason. Don't get that twisted. Okay, we're here for a reason to win games. So if you didn't have that fire in your gut, you better light the fire pretty fast. Be who you are. Just understand, I'm looking for killers. That's the worst speech I've ever heard. That's the worst speech ever. First of all, what what does taking the bus have to do with anything? Is that man telling people to light buses on fire? Is that man promoting arson? Shots. Explosives. Explosives. You can run. He's like, take the bus. I don't even know what that means. And also, I want you to play it again. Adding the music does not do anything to this. I want you to listen specifically for the background music and how they try to make this be more intimidating. Play it one more time. Welcome back. 
who drove over here? Please let me see your hands. Who took the bus? <laughs> you got fire in your gut? What? Did you? We're here for a reason. Don't get that twisted. Okay, we're here for a reason to win games. So if you didn't have that fire in your gut, you better light the fire pretty fast. Be who you are. Just understand, I'm looking for killers. Hold on a second, man. Are the Cardinals not only tanking, they're not paying players, so they got to take the bus? <laughs> they got to take the bus. Listen, I don't know what the over-under is. I don't know what the over-under is for Arizona. Take the under. They got the worst, they got the worst coach. They got the worst quarterback. And they're trying to, they're on Cardinals flight plan, which you get on, you know, Tubi. I mean, come on. Is, is Clayton Toon on the number seven bus to, to practice every day? <laughs> Well, hey, Clay, why were you late? There was traffic out there. We had to stop. The number eight didn't come on time. Take the under. And then the I tried to light Cardinals. it on fire. Hey, 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 say yes, I've never heard you laugh as hard as you are laughing right now. I like it. Give us a call. If you have fire in the gut and are ready to go, plus does college football owe our man Chris Moesha next? Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.